0: Hi and welcome back to the Transfer Marketing Podcast. My name is Prashant Malkani and the topic for today is Employee Advocacy. Today is a very special episode for me as this one marks the introduction of my first ever guest on this podcast. So without further ado, let me introduce her. Krusha Sajwani is the Regional Business Head for APAC, ANZ and MENA regions for Sociable. Sociable is the leading employee communication and advocacy platform. In the four years that Krusha has worked with them, she has managed to bag some large clients across the APAC region. One of her biggest challenges has been explaining a rather newer term like employee advocacy to some of her prospects and hence, who better to introduce this topic to you than her. Besides being great at her job, she is also my awesome wife. So that's what makes this episode even more special for me. Hi, Krusha, and welcome to the Transfer Marketing Podcast. We probably need to keep this one a little more professional than our daily lives for our listeners.
1: I am very excited to be the first guest on the podcast. So thank you for having me.
0: Okay, so before we dwell deeper into employee advocacy, I wanted to get your opinion of you on how important are employees for a brand's image and perception. I know from a prospective employee perspective, it always has been thanks to platforms like Glassdoor where current employees put up their anonymous views on working at the company. But besides that, do you see employees helping brands with a positive or negative impact on the work the brands do for them?
1: hundred uh, percent. I think uh, employees have always been the face of a company, uh, whether it was 40 years ago or today. Uh, employees also always spoke about the company since our jobs take up maybe the largest portion of our lives. So even if you think back when you meet someone new, uh, what, where they work and how is work are very common questions that you will probably ask someone. Uh, I think employees used to talk about their company at the water cooler earlier at parties, but now it's even further amplified on social media. But if you even look at maybe a party scenario, like an offline scenario, um, I think if someone's working for a brand that maybe uh, has a lot of sugar or a tobacco industry, uh, you're often asked about it or maybe even accused in a light fashion, for example. Hmm. And I, take, take that situation and think of, you know, what your employee would respond to, to a particular person who makes an allegation like that. And I think uh, what your employee says, says then is a great example of how they represent the brand because outside of your office uh, that's exactly the people who carry your brand image with you. And the fact that it's now on social media, of course, it's further amplified even more. Uh, which is why just one, you know, bad review on Glassdoor or one bad comment on social media or wrong posts, uh, you know, it can really make or break a brand. Which is why brands have gotten so, uh, I would say, strict with their social media guidelines, and they're really trying to control uh, the voice or what's being said about them by employees on social.
0: True, true. And I guess I completely agree to that. Uh, So I guess as we've established that employees are important to achieve a stronger, positive brand image, what is employee advocacy? How does it work? And how can a platform like Sociable help brands today?
1: Uh, So that's a lot of questions in one question. I'm going to take the first question first. Let's start with uh, what is employee advocacy? So employee advocacy, if you really break up the word itself, it's basically making your employees your advocates, right? And if you expand on that a little more in in terms of digital marketing, it's basically empowering your employees to become your brand advocates on social media, right? So let's let's simply put it, how does that work? It's uh, giving your employees the right content, So that they then share that company content on their uh, personal LinkedIn, personal uh, social media pages and become your voice there on social. Um, And why that's helpful and why brands are doing it, because it's helping you reach your employees network and, you know, generate organic reach as well as leads that you wouldn't have probably been able to do uh, with just your company page. So that's pretty much what employee advocacy really is. Now, how it's done and why a platform helps a platform like Sociable, it's basically uh, provides structure to this whole process of your employees uh, promoting and sharing your content on your behalf. So there are are two sides to it. One is giving structure to your employees. uh, So the user side of it, where your employees, uh, you know, need a structured approach to have the right kind of content to share. Otherwise, you'll probably find them uh, thinking about, you know, what they need to share is what they, you know, comment they're putting. Is it correct? Is it incorrect? So giving them, uh, I would say, making it easy for them. So it's a one-click approach for them through a tool. Uh, Also motivating them, uh, you know, to to make those shares because uh, you need to make it exciting, to make it fun, to give them the right kind of stats. And of course, from an admin or a company or brand point of view, uh, again, it's about giving structure to the whole program. I've seen so many clients prior to having a tool who've in a way attempted employee advocacy by kind of, you know, maybe sharing some important brand news on WhatsApp or email, uh, pushing employees to share it and it's, it's very short lived because it doesn't work one from the user side, but also from the brand side, you don't really know how many people did it. And if you do, it's so manual, you don't have the right kind of stats on what happened after the shares have been made. Uh, you know, you might have, especially for brands, so many people are managing content for bigger brands. So having one place where it's all organized together, I think that's what a tool brings. It brings structure to the whole project.
0: Right. So I guess clearly with what you just mentioned, there will definitely be a positive impact for a brand. Uh, But why would employees put up branded content on their personal social media pages, for example? I mean, what is in it for them to achieve out of this?
1: That's honestly a great question. And that is something I probe my clients to think about if they aren't already proactively. Uh, Because if you want something to work, you need to think like the user, like the employee. And so even, for example, at Sociable, when I'm launching projects like this along with my consultants uh, to our clients, we make sure that during the user trainings, we really uh, talk about what's in it for the employee. Uh, there are so many things you could talk about, but I think the two that I have seen really work. Uh, one is more short lived, it's the whole gamification approach. Uh, so, you know, having a healthy competition through a leaderboard, a point system, challenges, campaigns, a reward system really works. Uh, that being said, you need to make sure your reward system is really tailored to your employees really differs depending on the age of the employee, the industry they are in and things like that. So something to be mindful about. And I think what works even more than gamification, especially in the long term, is the personal branding angle. So this is something that I mean, as you would know, is growing uh, so much. The idea that everyone is now working towards having a personal brand, especially on LinkedIn. So if you can you know, get through to your employees and let them know that in a way, of course, advocacy is great for the company, but it's really great for a personal employee as well, because you're one giving them the right kind of content, to share uh, and you know come across as experts in their field without them mm-hmm. having to you know take that effort of finding the right content uh, knowing what to say having the right picture, pixelated, you know, just the basic things. Uh, And I think also from the statistics side of it, because when, especially when you have a tool in place, so Unsociable, for example, even for individual users, there are a set of statistics that help them kind of analyze their performance to see, okay, what content works for me on my networks? Uh, You know, has my social selling index approved and things like that. So I think... uh, that's really, really important to get that through to your employees.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. So, I mean, I guess I see a few outliers, but I also see a large percentage of employees actually doing it. But why not just use paid media and target my prospects instead of you know, going through my employees? Have you guys ever done some research around, you know, the cost effectiveness of using employees to promote uh, the branded content versus just doing paid media? Mm -hmm
1: yeah of course honestly you can't uh, i guess run any project or attempt to uh, launch any kind of project especially in digital marketing without concrete roi uh, so right. yes we have looked into it but uh, i think one first it's really important to say that employee advocacy doesn't really cover or you know completely replace paid media for you as a right. brand uh, it's just an added component that adds value um, that being said how it adds value in terms of ROI is you're really going to be able to see uh, that today, okay, your website is getting traffic from organic and paid. But now when you implement advocacy through the right platform, you're also going to see, okay, how much of that is now coming through advocacy. Uh, You want to actually concretely see that, okay, uh, if my employees are sharing my content, uh, how many clicks is that generating for me? What's my reach like? Uh, Is it generating actual leads for me? So there's really concrete ROI to measure the success of your platform so much so that you know especially on sociable we really allow you to put in your CPC cost to actually see the opportunity cost there to know you know how much money your employees have actually directly saved you by sharing your content because you otherwise would have to go out and purchase those clicks as a marketer Uh, so yeah I think and I think even more now uh, there's something we can't deny that of course, paid gets you your reach. But at the end of the day, we I think everyone would agree that when it's going through an organic channel like your employees, uh, the trust that is there versus the engagement as well is much higher. Just think of it yourself. If you are on LinkedIn or on any app, And you see a post from a company page vis-a-vis someone in your network, you're much more likely to engage with the post and trust the post that's coming from someone you know in your network. Whether it's a recruitment post for a job application, or it's a white paper release, or it's a demo request, or anything of the sort.
0: So, uh, someone can obviously use their uh, cost per acquisition or cost per click, Mm. uh, put it on the platform and see which one is performing better in comparison to paid media.
1: Yes, 100%. I mean, I can't talk for, for all platforms, but at least on Sociable, for example, that, that's exactly what we do. And it, we allow it to be customized for each company. So if you as a marketer for your brand uh, pay a different amount vis-a-vis someone else who is in a different industry or a different right. region, uh, your your stats would look completely different.
0: Great. So I guess with this these kind of analysis, and obviously, Uh, We cannot ignore this considering the current pandemic situation uh, where brands are trying to be digital first and move to uh, spending a lot on digital. Have Mm -hmm. you or your teams across regions noticed a spike in interest and adoption of employee advocacy?
1: Uh, Yeah, definitely. I mean, of course, everything going on um, has has been (laughs) crazy, but I think a silver lining out of all of it that... Everyone agrees, especially if you open LinkedIn, I think it's all everyone's talking about is the whole uh, digital acceptance acceleration has been um, accelerated for sure. And uh, given that we are a digital platform, we are included in that. But I think beyond the digital, just employee advocacy, employer branding, these concepts uh, as a whole, even outside of digital, have really grown uh, tremendously over the past two months because I think organizations have realized um, that brand trust for one is really important. Now this honestly isn't something that has just come with the pandemic. I remember I was at a big conference uh, last year where people were talking about, uh, you know, big CMOs were talking about how brand trust is going to be the theme of 2020. And I think the given situation has only further accelerated that. So I guess organizations are realizing that they need to use organic trusting methods to create their reputation, to tell their story, because also users have gotten really smart over the years and even more sensitive just now, right? So I think that's definitely helped accelerate the whole thing. And on a side note, I guess a lot of brands are facing paid media budget cuts, uh, right. which also you know, indirectly is resulting in them looking at you know, more reasonable organic ways to increase reach and employee advocacy is, of course, one of them. In fact, if you go to Forbes India, I could probably share the article with you later as well. They sure. recently put out something themselves uh, about how they see advocacy and employer branding being very, very important uh, for marketing plans for 2020.
0: Sure. And I guess, uh, I mean, correlating to my previous question about what is in it for employees, at least Mm -hmm. this is something that I've noticed and I see a lot of data points on this as well, uh, that individuals working for brands are taking a larger initiative to build their personal brand. Uh, So I guess this also works from an employee advocacy point of view where they have the liberty to share more content about their brands and Mm -hmm increase their personal brand status uh, in comparison to what it was. So, I mean, I guess this, uh, the free yeah. time that they're getting during this pandemic, I think they're using, a lot of people are using it uh, to develop their personal brands, which I think For indirectly... Sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you're you're completely right. I think it was it had already started happening more for the salespeople first because probably they were realizing uh, the fact that you know sales, for example, was going online. They sellers needed to know how to social sell, which means they needed to have a personal brand. But you're completely right that the current situation has moved that faster beyond sellers to everybody in any role.
0: Great. So I think all this information. At least for me, it has been really, really helpful. Uh, And I hope it has been insightful for the listeners as well.
1: Thank (laughs) you so much,
0: Krusha, for coming on the podcast and being my first guest.
1: My pleasure. Happy to be here.
0: In case if you have any queries on employee advocacy, you can reach out to Krusha on LinkedIn. And if you want to reach out to me to share any feedback or spark any discussions, you can catch me on LinkedIn, Instagram or Twitter. This is me signing out for this episode. Looking forward to seeing you on the next one, until then don't forget to stay curious.